For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 427 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Hals Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Buddy, it was touch and go there for a second on whether or not there would be a Blue Harvest this week. Oh, really? It is the first episode from my new place. I am currently recording episode 427 of Blue Harvest. From my little goblin lair in the basement at my house. I love it. Buddy. It is time. The time has come. The time has come. And let me tell you. So I got got off work at 730 <clears throat> last night. Okay. I went mm-hmm. upstairs. I took Luna out. I had a little dinner. Um, you know, did some through laundry in. Yada, yada, yada. Fed the cats. All that stuff. And I was like, okay, the last thing on my list that has a definitive needs to be done by a certain date is I need to build my new desk and set up my recording slash streaming stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So that was the last thing on the list because it seems like, I don't know, it feels like a year, but it's not maybe a month or whatever. There has been a lot, a long list of, I have to have this done by this date, this done by this date, you know, lots of moving pieces. You saw, you came and helped me twice, right? I did. Yeah. Um, and that was the last thing. And so I get downstairs and I'm like, it's just a desk. It's just a desk. It can't take that long. Right. Right. And just like every other part piece or part of this process, it took way longer than I thought it would, <laughs> right? Like right. You and and Will and Jeff were in Discord with me, just hanging out and chatting while I was building this thing. Mm-hmm. Will went to bed before the desk was finished. I think I, I did, was. Yeah. I think I was in the process of mounting the legs and shit on the desk. And then when I got it done, I looked and it was like twelve thirty, and I said, "Okay, 
Usually I go to bed by 2 a.m., so I've got an hour and a half. Can I get my PC and all this shit hooked up by 2? And you know me. I go, of course I can. And you know how it <laughs> turned out. Of course I could not. I got it done by 3 a.m., though. Oh, my goodness, my man. Because at a certain point, I was like, okay, all you really need to do is hook up the stuff so you and Will can record tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. All the streaming stuff you just need to have set up by Thursday night for the Game Awards stream. So just do the podcast stuff. Make sure you're good to go with the podcast. Put a pin in it and finish it tomorrow after you and Will record. And I said, you know what? Fuck that. I ain't got to play a single goddamn of round of Fortnite with Will in like three weeks because of this packing <laughs> and moving and building furniture and figuring out how you hook up a fucking dryer vent hose right i had to go to lowe's mm-hmm. like a real goddamn homeowner and it it's a completely different shopping experience at that point right oh yeah i'm yeah. looking at potted plants the fuck anyway yep um i was like no you're knocking it out and then you're going to bed and you're recording and then you don't have an obligation you can actually hang out play video games do whatever the fuck you want with your your free time at the end of Wednesday night. So, buddy, this ain't a long one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, sir. Not this boy's P2. This episode uh-uh. ain't long. We're ripping through this bad boy, and then I'm going to drop the gritty on some kids that I just dookie stomped oh, on fucking buddy. Fortnite. If Will is available, um, of oh, course. You know I'm available. So, anyways, um, there's... The, and the universe provides, Will. I've decided now that I li- like I have my little goblin lair with my little treasures and shit, right? And my work computer and a gas fireplace that I can't ter- figure out how to turn on and a serial killer room. Will, I've lived in this house for three days. This is the fourth. And I have yet to go into that serial killer room since living here. Yeah, and you may never go in there, buddy. is it because you don't want to or just i mean you haven't had the need well i mean you would think at some point i'd be like oh there's a room in my house i haven't gone to see yet i should go well i mean i saw it when i toured it right but since i've lived here um nah no in fact i had to have a service guy come out and look at the the ac uh and the heating on monday morning and I just told, I was like, so I gave him directions. He was like, can you show me where the unit is? I was like, I'll tell you, because it's in the serial killer room. Uh, I didn't say that part. <laughs> we need to rename it, because the, the more you call it that, it's going to generate its own mystique. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what. You know what's funny is, um, so, uh, I think it was either Friday or Saturday night, our buddy Sal jumped in Discord with us, Sal Perales of the Rogue Rebels podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, a wonderful human being. Just a fucking ray of sunshine. Man, I love me some Sal Perales and the rest of the Sal Perales, well, not the Sal Perales, the Perales family. They're all just fucking delightful. You know, you know when you can, you can tell when you meet a gentleman in real oh, life, geez. like, that's geez. just... It's just known. Like yeah. as soon as you meet the guy, you're like, "Oh, this guy's got class. This guy's got class." And he's and just he's just a pure, pure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Joy, yeah. a ray of sunshine. I right. have never been in the presence or uh, in 
the presence or the virtual presence of Sal Perales and ever had a thought about him other than this guy's just goddamn delightful, right? He's the man, right? Yeah, like, yeah. he's just the man. Oh, shit, hold on. Well, speaking of him, I got something cool to show you. Um, anyways, he jumped in Discord and he was asked, he was like, so what is an unfinished basement, right? And so I sent him a picture of it and he goes, oh, that's not too bad. I could build a badass lightsaber in there. And I was like, see? This is true. See? This is a workshop, yeah. Yeah. But like I was saying, being positive in my little goblin layer, the universe has provided because there's barely any Star Wars news and no emails or voicemails, baby. Clear as the day is long. It fucking, we just got to knock this bad bitch out, do some bits. Hell yeah. Talk about like the tiniest Star Wars story that is just the repeat of every Star Wars movie related story over the last fucking four years at this point or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then psh, we're out, baby. I'm throwing on my Spider Man Spider Man 2099 and Ooh. hitting the fucking saxophone emote. Anyways. Uh, let me show you this. Um, speaking of Sal, he posted something. This dude, it's even a fucking pure hearted flex, but it is a flex. Let it be known that this is certainly a flex on our buddy Sal's part. Um, let me find it. Okay. Okay. This is, by the way, this is on uh, the Rogue Rebels fam Twitter account, uh, but they also, uh, they, you know, they get down on the TikTok. I think this is where he originally posted, okay? Just mm -hmm. look at this fucking, this man saw this and he said, hold up, let me take a video. I'll give you the, the caption. The caption is Batu, so Galaxy's at. <sighs> The glitch just hit, and well, I got Will disconnected. Hold on. You know, every time that every, you try to share something visually with me, it's like a coin toss. Of Sometimes I hold I my breath. I'm like, yep. and here we go. Boop. Yep. I, I, and sometimes it, it transitions just fine. Yep. It, it's a coin toss on whether I mess it up or not. No, you know what? Positive. Remember? New era. In my New little era, goblin, I'm the, I'm the positive goblin. That's what I want to be known as. Oh, Paza Goblin, right? <laughs> positive Goblin Halls is like, nah, man, it happens. That's the that's the beauty of creating content digitally. Weird little things like that happen, and now it's this is how you know that we're really here, yeah. right? We're not yeah. Yeah. artificially generated. Oh. We are legit. Bro, we if, are the people. If we doing are the shit. if we are artificially generated, then that AI really fucked me. No, you know what, Will? Positive. Positive <laughs> goblin. Everything the last couple of years has been fucking awesome. Now, speaking of fucking awesome, here we go. This is gonna work great. We'll stay still here. Okay. Yep. So the pa the the caption reads Batu is a great place to practice with your scrap metal. All right, so Will or so uh, Sal's at Batu, and he decides this is what you see him. I do indeed. You ready? I am. Oh, that's cool. Fuck yeah, bro. Damn, bro. 
Hot slice and dice. I always thought that if I got robot pants or robot legs, um, that one of the first things I'd do was was just like, I don't know, go stand in the on the floor at a concert or something. Nah, man, mm-hmm. nah, man. The first thing I'm doing is booking a tick t- ticket to California and taking lightsaber lessons from Sal. <laughs> that's what i'm doing. i second this and you know what i what i'm gonna be saying after too long my dude this shit ain't nothing to me man oh my goodness um so uh listen you guys should go to blueharvest.rocks for all your blue harvest needs you'll find links to all our social medias it looks amazing because sean hoffman is a genius look how beautiful this is will he is an original gangster i always look at it on mobile and on pc it's even more stunning it's pretty stunning yeah um you can find links to all our social medias including the twitch channel where um tomorrow on december the 7th i'll probably actually release this episode a day early for uh promotional purposes uh myself steve jeff randy nick will whenever he gets free i'm sure will be streaming at twitch.tv slash blue harvest pod for the 2023 game awards last year's game Awards stream is still one of my favorite streams we've ever done please come hang out it'll be the first stream from the new place there's sure to be plenty of wonderful and and just joyous technical difficulties positive goblin will um Technical opportunities. Technical opportunities to problem solve and shine. See? See? Exactly. It's happening. You want to see how bad a samurai you are? You got to go do battle. I am a samurai, Will. Positive. I know. I I am a samurai. I'm a samurai on wheels. Hell on wheels. Mm Mm-hmm. Slicing through problems. Fucking just... Solving pre- people's problems all day at work, and then I get off and I ignore my own real problems by solving technical problems and talking <laughs> about Star Wars and playing <laughs> Fortnite. It's awesome. <laughs> you can also uh, find a link to our Patreon where, if you like the show, and I'm sure you do, Positive Goblin. <laughs> you can support us for as little as $3 a month and get just so much amazing content. Um, because of the move and everything, I've been, I fell off my Clone Wars grind. But after I sleep, oh, Will, I just got to get to Saturday and off mm-hmm. from my awesome job. And then I can do whatever the fuck I want and I can sleep in and catch up on sleep. Soon as I wake up Sunday, though, I'm going to have just a fucking five-star restaurant-style breakfast at my house, probably delivered from Taco Bell, and start watching some Clone Wars so I can make it up to our good patrons and get some of those episodes out. Um, Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Thank you to all our patrons. You guys are awesome. And that's not just the positive goblin talking. That's that's real. That's that real. is real. All of our patrons make it happen. Um, 
They help us keep the lights on over here at the Blue Harvest. I know. They keep they keep uh, the stalactites and stalagmites on in the goblin cave. And in my my unfinished room of unlimited potential. You know what I it mean? It is really unlimited potential. It's my room of unlimited potential, Will. You know? There's no stopping you now. Nope. It can nope. be anything you want to be. No. Nope. It can be a shop for building anything. Build something. Maybe that's where I start figuring out how to make robot legs. Ooh. Right? Or maybe yeah. I cover the walls in plastic. And I put on a little Huey Lewis in the news. Oh no, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> um, okay. So, buddy, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Oh, just taking care of kids. I was trying to think if there was anything different really about my week, and there wasn't. You know, I started off last week by coming to see you for a couple days. Yep. Yeah. That, um, and then it's just been kids, man. Kids, mm-hmm. kids, kids. So, um, I had the wonderful opportunity to see my parents this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just saw them at Thanksgiving, but they made the trip over to check out the new house because one of the main sort of anxiety points for me in this whole move was that, you know, like, so a fucking 40 and I'm in a wheelchair, positive goblin. I'm just not able to physically move an entire house worth of shit myself, right? And I'm also above the age of being like, hey, man, you want to help me move? I'll rent the truck and you load it and you drive it and I pay you in pizza and beer. Nah, man, we're past that. So I hired movers. And I had a set of movers that was moving my old all the stuff out of the old house I lived in to the new house. So that was a local move. And I also had to hire movers from Columbus where my parents live to pick up some stuff at their house and bring it to the new house. And because I don't have any time off available at work because of all the awesome medical shit this year, all the just fantastic medical shit this year. Um, I had to do it all on my days off two days off a week to do that. Right. Um, and scheduling all that was like my biggest stressor. Um, and one of them. And so my parents also, they sort of left the same time the moving truck did from Columbus and came to check out the house and help me with a couple of things. Um, and I got what can only be described as like a once in a blue moon respect you did a good job from Richard Burkhart, the mustache, mm-hmm. the Star Wars mustache of knowledge. And mm-hmm. bro, I was like, fucking worth it. All this was worth it. My dad, buddy, he showed up and immediately had dad-like questions for me. Okay? So right. he comes in and he's checking out the house and he's, um, he's like, I want to see the cats. So I take him back to the cat room and he's like, oh, these are good guys. And I was like, pfft just like my father. He's loving on them, even though they're a little, still a little freaked out. Um, And he's checking out the house, and he's like, you did a really good job. This is very nice. I was like, thanks, Dad. 
And then the dad questions started. So we're out on the back deck and my dad goes, do you know where the septic drains to here? And I go, "Mm mm-mm, I sure don't, dad. He goes, hmm. I was like, they installed a brand new septic tank as part of the remodel of this house before I bought it. He was like, okay, that's good, that's good. Do you know what kind of pipes the septic pipes are? Mm Mm-mm, nope. No, Dad. I do not. I do not. I was like, hey, you know, I, I got a home inspection and I got a big folder full of shit that my realtor gave me. Shout out Eli. Excellent realtor, by the way. Um, but I, I do not know that. And he's like, okay, well, we'll have to look into that. I was like, all right, cool. And then, you know, we're doing stuff and <clears throat> my mom's doing mom bits on me. And then we're outside and he goes, do you know where your property line ends behind the house? Mm -mm. Nope. Why? How? (laughs) How would I know that, dad? Mm -hmm. How would I know that? I do not know that. You want to look at the deed? Will that tell you where it is? Because. I don't know. It might. It'll tell you how many square foot in the house, at least. Oh, yeah. He was like, what do you what's the total square footage? With the the um, main level and the basement combined, I was like, "Dad, I'm bad at math. I don't know." It's like you don't know the square footage. Mm-mm, sure don't. Do not. <laughs> Did didn't memorize it off the paperwork. <laughs> no, nah, man, had a lot going on. Um, and then so he asked the first property line question, and then later we're out in the front of the house, and my dad and I are on a very important mission to capture my cat, Finn, who is the only remaining animal at the old house. Um, And he goes, he's looking and there's like grass, like a plot of grass between me and my neighbor to the left, right? He goes, where does your property line move over there? Or where does it end over there? Is like all that track land, like that grass right there, is that yours or is it split down the middle with you and your neighbor? I'm like, I don't know, man. Why? If I didn't know where the property line ended in the back, why would I know about it on the side? Do I have to get a survey done? So <laughs> please, my dad, next time my dad comes, I'm going to be like, I'm going to have one of those things that they set up on the tripod that you see him using, the surveyors. Yeah. I'll be like, look down that, Dad. That's a property line. He'll be <laughs> like, geez, he did it. I can't believe it. It took him 40 years, but he grew up and learned about a goddamn property line. The crazy bastard. The crazy bastard did it. Um, And then my parents, so my parents and family in general like to fuck with people a little bit, not in like a bad way. Right. But any mm-hmm. of that, like fucking with people that, you know, the listeners might hear on the show, I get from my mom and my dad. So they show up and, you know, they're talking to the movers and one of the movers was way into tool. Um, mm. and guess what I was listening to when they showed up and he was like, I told your mom, I saw some of the CDs in the boxes of stuff that uh, we were bringing from their house. And I, I told your mom, I bet I thought we were going to be real good friends. I was like, cool, (laughs) cool. He goes, are you going to see him? Are you going to see him in uh, January? And I was like, yep, yep. Doing the VIP thing. And he was just like, Oh, 
I love this guy. He was talking to the other mover. He's like, did you hear this guy? I love this guy. And I was like, I, fuck yeah. Um, it, it is serendipity, serendipitous that of all the movers you got, you got a real big tool fan yeah. as one of your movers. How I don't know if you know how unlikely that is. Yeah, I have some other funny stories about this mover too. He was like, and none of it's bad. The dude was super friendly and super helpful, but like, he, I don't know, man. I guess he was just like, fuck yeah, I picked up a Rubbermaid tub full of new metal CDs from the mid-90s to the mid-2000s. And I, like, this dude's my dude. <laughs> well, you know, your stuff can say a lot about you. Yeah. When you start seeing comic books, collectibles, video games, mm -hmm. tool albums, you're like, oh, this dude's cool as fuck. This dude um, is fun to be around. I think I'm going to like this guy. And, uh... So my mom and my dad were like, well, we've got some housewarming uh, presents for you. And they both had like these these little fucking smirks on their like <laughs> kind of chuckling. And I was like, oh, boy, what is this? So my dad and I go on the mission. We catch Finn in the cat carrier. We bring him back to the house. I take him into the back and let him out with his brothers. And then I come back in and my dad's like, hey, so we're probably about to head home. I was like, that's cool. He's like, well, I got to go get some uh, the last minute stuff out of uh, the car for you. And I'm going to, Will knows about these. So just for, you know, transparency, Will and I have been memeing on these a little bit already. Um, yeah, a little bit. A little, little bit. bit. But I'm going to, um, I'm going to describe them in order of most wholesome to least wholesome. Okay. So the first thing my dad brings in is a potted plant. It's a snake plant. And he had been telling me that he had this plant ready from, for me. It is grown off the clipping, off of a clipping of a plant that was in my great-grandmother's garden when he was a kid. This plant has been passed on through the Burkhart family for generations, like clippings of it. And he was like, the other good thing about it is it's really easy to take care of, so you won't kill it. And I was like, cool, my dad knows. All right, great. All right, I'm a guy with a plant in my house now. That's classy, right? Next thing, also wholesome, a giant framed picture of me, a senior picture of me, with my dog, Fieldy, who was, in fact, named after the bass player from Corn. Right. I knew that. Okay. Um, great picture. Great picture. You look handsome as a motherfucker. What happened, though? What happened? Well, you were young. Nothing beats the, the beauty of youth. But still. I'll, I'll never be as handsome as I was at 18. I was. I mean, it's not like uh, anybody else thought so. You know what? Probably. I bet you lots of people thought so. Lots Positive of people thought goblin. so. And Positive goblin. Positive goblin. You know what? I, I should have just I come. This is I love this. I you love, love positive, positive goblin. goblin? I need him to stick around. Okay, okay? I'm doing I need my best. this to be a recurring bit. You know, if I had just come out of my shell and you know approached some ladies at the time, I probably would have done all right. Positive goblin. Um, now this picture, I love this picture. He was such a great dog. I love that dog. Fieldy was an amazing dog. He was a great Pyrenees. He was huge. He was way too much dog for a guy who had a wonderful disability. 
to manage, <laughs> but he was the best. Now, the one thing I'll he say. He looks is, big and he looks like he loves you. Oh, he did, buddy. He was very protective of me as well and sometimes scarily protective of me. This one time, me and my dad, we didn't do it often, but you know how you you fake tussle with your dad a little bit, you know? You and your dad are right. feeling squirrely and he's like trying to give Wrestling. you an ender. Uh, uh, Indian burn or whatever. Oof, maybe, you know, ah, Native American, my bad. That's what they were called when we were kids. I feel real bad about that. The thing where they twist your arm and it makes it red, it hurts. It makes the skin burn. Um, <laughs> we were like fucking, fucking around like that and Fildy came in the room and saw it going on and I guess he thought his dad was like John Locke, the stepdadding me and was, uh, he got real mad real mad and i had to be like whoa dude well hey hey it's cool it's cool he's like hurr, hurr. and that's a big dog um so i like this picture but i also don't know that like someone comes into my house and i just have a giant portrait of 18 year old me with a giant white dog you and know? that's that's a real setting like it's real fall color uh -huh. in a tree behind you like uh -huh. the colors of those leaves behind you are really good yep I mean, the photographer was good. Yep. Yep. Picture's good. Right there. That is positive goblin halls right there. They, uh -huh. It was like catching a picture of the Mothman or something <laughs> back then. Um, this also, is, uh, also, this can is we like just, your, your, uh, your backstory. Can we just uh, 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 fucking address two things, though? I'm wearing my class ring. Are you? Well, good. Most yep. seniors do in their senior pictures. And you see this bracelet that's on my arm? Yes. You want to know the backstory about that? It's real cringe. Ooh, so, hit me. In my junior year, my mom, my cousin Brooke, her husband Keith, and I all went to see Corn in Arkansas. They were playing in Arkansas. Okay. And... My cousin Brooke, we all sit down, and my cousin Brooke goes, I'm going to see if I can get you backstage to meet him. And I was like, don't do that. Let's just hang out. And she's like, no, I'm just going to go, what does it hurt to ask? And then she comes back, and she goes, hey, so I can't get you backstage, but I can get us all on stage. And they had, like, these two open areas on stage where they would put people. And so it was like it made it look like sort of they were surrounded at, like, a smaller setting, right? Right. So I, that's where we stood for the concert. It was incredible, especially for oh, a 17-year-old wow. Halls who is way in the corn, right? Right. And the way we got backstage is they put those bracelets on people. That was the sign like, hey, you were supposed to be there. I wore that thing for over a year. I refused oh, that's to take cool. it off. I showered with it on. It eventually just broke one day and then I uh -huh. taped it, the two pieces back together and wore it for oh, a little bit longer. Wow! I eventually had to retire it, but it's there a year later in my senior pictures, Will. That's not normal behavior. Actually, you know what? That's delightful. I mean, that's delightful, passionate behavior, Will. I was about to say, that's positive the, goblin. That is the delight. That's the favorite band of a 17 year old kid. Yeah, yeah, that's who got to go see it with their family. Yeah. I don't know that you could be more positive or wholesome about a memory. Um, okay. So next up we have this. 
now. Ooh, I love this, Hawes. I love this picture. I fell in love with it the second I saw it. Okay. I don't know what it is about this picture. It's so, incredible. So this picture hung in was up in the house of my grandparents on my dad's side. So anytime we would go to Vicksburg to visit them, we would go two or three times a year, right? To visit with them, stay the weekend. Um, I would see this picture up in their den. It is a painted portrait of a very young Richard Burkhart, my dad, Barbara Burkhart, Mama Burkhart, and maybe a one-year-old me. Maybe, because... Well, keep going. This picture was painted by artists like the artist in the French quarter at in new Orleans. Right. Uh huh. Right. And it is something else. It is. Okay. The hairstyle on your dad is very, and your mom, very seventies. Your dad has got the side part and the top is very poofy. And then he's got the sides combed down and he's got not a pencil mustache, but it's not a it's not a Tom Selleck. And the the look in my dad's eyes in this like that's a man right there that fucking knows property lines. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. He does. Bro. Bro. Like I love having this picture i love it in fact i'll go ahead and clue everybody in when my grandfather passed away my dad was like hey is there anything you can think of from your grandparents house that you'd like to have and i said this but nice. i had forgotten i had made that request and it had been a decade plus since i've seen this painting so when he brought it in it jump scared me I said, ooh. <laughs> now this. Your mom and your dad look so young and beautiful. I mean, like I your love mom's it. hair is parted down the middle. Yeah. You know, kind of got the, the 70s poof on both sides. But um, you, the thing about you is you can tell this artist is still on his journey because you look like a little kid, but you kind of also look kind of like a 40 year old man <laughs> just with, your, with your skull size down. So you can tell the artist is still on his journey a little bit. But. It just, it's funny. It's, it's genuine, you know, Bro. like it's buddy. Um, you know, what is apparent is that you, even at whatever age I am in this picture, I still had that Funko pop head that no, sir. impressive You're just a child. You're a one year old, impressive, child. you know, impressive, unique, giant dome, you know, positive goblin. Um, now well, it takes a big dome to hold them big old brains. That is right. Well, I've got a lot of brains. I've got a lot of brains that's filled with completely useful Star Wars, X-Men, Final Fantasy, Marvel, uh, Tool, uh, Coheed and Can... You know, just all kinds of awesome, totally useful facts and bits of information about things I'm very interested in. Um, Sustained passions of a lifetime. Sheesh. Yeah, man. You know what? This shit ain't nothing to me, man. Um, mm -hmm. Now this, I am going to hang up somewhere. In fact, it might end up being like a featured background piece in my streams now, right? Like, because mm -hmm. boy, is it a conversation starter. 
However, I legitimately am kind of thinking I might take it somewhere and see if I can get it cleaned, like mm -hmm. the, the painting cleaned and sort of... Um, and you can get a type of glass put on there mm -hmm. that will protect well, that's the, the thing. I painting think I might, underneath from like UV rays and shit. I might get the whole frame job redone because the, the frame mm -hmm. is definitely old and showing its age. It's a nice frame, but it's just old. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's got some moves on. <laughs> and then, William, we get to the last of the housewarming presents. And this is... Oh, this is a artifact that I remember being at my grandparents' house on my mom's side. So two artifacts from two different sets of grandparents were passed on. And I remember seeing this in their house and not liking it as a kid, right? And being like, "What? Why y'all? Why do you guys got to just have this out on display?" It's got some interesting facets to it. Now, what it is is about a two and a half foot tall metal sculpture. Okay, and when I say sculpture. A metal, it's, it looks like bronze, but it's clearly not bronze. If it is, it's hollow, right? Because it's not super heavy. Of a naked man and a naked lady passionately making out. Right. It is a muscular man embracing uh -huh. what is obviously his lover. Uh -huh. They have lip-to-lip -lip contact, but the features are super kind of melted. Kind of like a candle that's been mm -hmm. a little it, too hot. And so there's kind of this distorted, surreal quality to it because you can't make out facial features. You can no. see the two heads now, but, like embracing in a kiss. But, right. And her hair doesn't look like hair. It kind of looks like it's abstract spaghetti or something right it's abstract it looks but like mommy, they the are cakes ain't abstract okay? bro Some that's the thing that's the thing this man was like uh, the original sculptor was like i am going he knew what he was going to make he's two people rising from the ether because if you notice they don't have feet they are literally rising up out of the ground right well the the legs melt into this mesh not mesh, like a mound, uh -huh. but the mound, it looks like wood, like root, like the um, mound is kind of like, like bark flesh into up to, up to about his knees. And the man has his hand aggressively grabbing the fucking right ass cheek of the lady. I mean, just getting in there like it's a goddamn bowling ball and he's about to bowl a 300. It's like, it's like he's holding on to her whole weight on that right butt cheek. You yeah. Know, he's just holding on to that. And the, and the odd thing is, is, is that... caked, <laughs> bruh. Caked up. Interestingly, though, when you look at the proportions, she's so small compared to him. Um, and his musculature and his arms is super well defined. That's the two, the weird part of it is that his shoulders, his deltoids, his biceps, triceps, forearms, uh, and then the buttocks, the female's buttocks. And the rest is kind of abstract, right? Like, right now he put all his effort into, um, that little bread basket right there, I guess. So... <laughs> I, like I said, I remember seeing this statue 
in my grandparents' house as a kid and not liking it. And then it kind of disappeared. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I have not seen this since before I was a teenager. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe it had gotten lost or they just throw it, threw it out. And frankly, I kind of still wish that was the case because right. the last, my dad comes in and he's got this look on his face and my mom starts laughing and you know something that you clearly remember having a vivid memory of as a kid that you haven't seen in decades? Have you ever had that experience, right? Where I was just like, holy shit, that thing? And my dad plops it down prominently on the dining room table, and he's like, I think it looks pretty good there. And guess what, Will? It's still there. Oh, my goodness. Will? Why? What do I mean? It looks like the artifact that Indiana Jones would be hunting in the porno parody of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade or something. Yeah. It belongs in a museum. What? The Maltese get a room. So now, Will, now I got to be the guy who people come over to his house and there's that statue is in the middle of his fucking dining room table. That's the guy I got to be. And I've said frankly, this once and I'll say it again. You don't have to display that prominently. <laughs> no, nah, man. You just, I think have they to would have it for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, I think my mom and dad, if they didn't see it here when they came over would be legitimately bummed. They'd be like, that's to remember your grandparents by, you, you know, would have been a nice framed photo. Would have been nice or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> you can put your fertility idol in some other spot in the house. Somewhere. Okay. It doesn't okay. have to sit on the table. But then maybe it becomes even weirder. Okay. So you come over to the house. There's no weird sex idol. You have, my... you have a specific cabinet for it with a little door. Yeah. Okay. Four little legs. But, but seriously, what's weirder, right? So you come over. There's not a sex statue on my table. And then you're hanging out, and I'm like, hey, would you grab a bowl out of that cabinet? And not knowing what cabinet I'm talking about, you open it, and there's a two-and-a-half-foot fucking golden statue of a man checking a lady's oil. (laughs) I don't know, man. I would definitely be blown away. (laughs) Um, I don't know, man. It the the this one can belongs me. on an end table or in a curio cabinet. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. And frankly, anybody that would come to my house and see that statue would be like, Yeah, all right, dude. All right, Halls. Is that aspirational? Because it's not biographical. <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny at all. That's not fair. Some hey man, regular halls comes fucking peeks through instead of. He's still here. He's still here every now and then. He's still here. Like that movie (laughs) Razor. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha 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 ha! Regular halls. (laughs) Everything sucks. (laughs) Why am I so fat? (laughs) I wish I could walk. Why can't I see a new Star Wars movie? He's pulling his cock out. All right. They're trying to fix that one. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know what to do 
with that, man. I don't know what to do with that thing. Honestly, I, I probably just need to lean into the bit and also put it in the background. I was supposed to stream. I I would I would display it proudly and lean into it and dare someone to ask about it. I'd probably have a handful of different stories just to fuck with people about oh, how it came to be or where it was from. You know you mean like how every time my nephew asks me why I'm in a wheelchair, he gets a different story? Yeah. I exactly. could do that. I could do that. But really, Will, what if, what if? It's a coolness test. How cool are you? What if I had are a Are you lake? sex statue cool? I mean, I'm it's not, like. I'm not, Will. And that's Positive Goblin. Positive Goblin also knows his fucking, you know, it, knowing your limits is good. Right? Yeah. Knowing I mean, yourself. it's not sex, but it's PG-13. I don't statue, know, man. I, mean. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's. She's not sitting on it. He wished she was. I don't know, man. I think that might be a little more than PG-13. Think you'd see that in a Marvel movie? <laughs> the making of Baby Groot. Um, okay. So there was... When I say it's the same Star Wars story that we've been doing, it's the same thing. So <laughs> it's the same thing. So there was a report that came out. Um that supposedly production on the Daisy Ridley Star Wars movie was going to start in April of 2024, right? And last night while I'm building my desk, Will, is he breaks this to me. He's like, oh, did you see that story? And I was like, no. Been so busy, I haven't really kept up with social media or Star Wars news like I normally would. And so we're talking about it, and I'm like, oh, man, if that's true, then there's announcements imminent. Like, if they're going to be starting shooting that movie in, like, four months, five months, then casting stuff besides Daisy Ridley is going to come out. You know, things are about yeah. to really ramp up. We could have Star Wars in 2025. I mean... Honestly, that's a longer, if they, even though it doesn't seem like this, it is the case, by the way, spoiler alert. Um, it, um, I hit a real pothole, Will. I can see. The evening well, gummy. Here. The e evening gummy just f put the fucking skirt on the brakes. Uh, uh, here, it's a whammy. So, if this was true, right? If they were going to start shooting it in April, I think that's a longer shooting, a longer period in between shooting and release than the Rise of Skywalker was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that alone would mean it was would be at least a little less rushed than that movie. Um, that would be good. But it turns out, and who knows which one is right? The thing is, is there are. Um, there's these websites that I'll see pop up in, in rumor stories and stuff, like production websites that'll have like uh, filings or, or supposed filings for productions that are about to start. And, you know, it's not like it gives away a ton of detail, but there was apparently one of those that was reporting that it was going to start April 7th. Uh, Productionlist.com, I believe. <clears throat> um, 
And then, uh, you know, there were some stories going around today that were basically saying, well, no, that's not accurate. What we're hearing now is because of the strikes, it's going to be more like the summer of next year. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. There's still, if summer starts June 21st, there's still six months for this movie to get to canceled tonight. That would never happen, though, Will. They're going to make no. this movie. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And the, then the ball's already rolling. You know, too honestly, it's to stop now. You know, honestly, all they needed was just a little break to recalibrate, you know? And mm -hmm. then when this comes back, we're going to be so stoked. That's right. We're going to be so stoked. There's going to be new Star Wars. It'll get the ball rolling. There's going to be exciting stories and stories we haven't seen before. It's going to be great. And I'll be down Not, there in my lovely little goblin cave talking about it with my buddy Will. Star Wars doesn't need a palate cleanser, but it does need a fresh start. And that's what this movie is. It needs it needs to yeah. start a new story that progresses towards a direction yeah. that is new and doesn't have anything holding on to it. And right. Then, like so we've wrapped up the Skywalker like story like now ray's journey is going to be whatever ray's journey is going to be right yeah, like and doesn't... that honestly like the the prospect of doing any movies post episode nine is really exciting to me right because mm -hmm. yeah me too that's what i'm basically trying to like say, yeah I, I like I want to see the timeline go forward more because like i'm always fascinated in that right um, right. and then I also want to see like the real old stuff. That's why the James Mangold movie is definitely going to happen for sure. I'm so excited about yeah. that. Yeah. And that one That's has my jam. That one has the potential to be like weird and different. So yeah. that's exciting too. Yeah. Or, give yeah. it to me. Yeah. Um, and then there was <coughs> this <coughs> this has been the other thing that's been going around that seems interesting um i guess there was a press release from disney plus uk um about you know the upcoming schedule for i think marvel and star wars and they only had acolyte and skeleton crew listed for next year right well now we knew those were most likely coming this year or next year. However, the missing link there is Andor season two, right? So initially it seemed like Andor season two was going to come out around two years after the first season, right? First season came out, what did start in like August of last year? Um, then they were going to shoot it, and the next one would be ready for August of 2024, right? Um, mm -hmm. But with the strikes, and I don't know. what The thing I can't really figure out is if they do push Andor to 2025, is it because the strikes caused other stuff they were going to have in production to have come out got pushed back further 
so they want to spread it out a little bit? Is it a matter of trying to spread it out so it's not a ton in the in a year? Um, I don't really know, but that's the thing I can't figure out. Or is it because there's more stuff that needs to be done on Andor? Like I know there was filming that was done on Andor after the writing strike, writer strike started. And I can't piece together whether there was after the actor strike started or if they were done by then. I can't really get a good read on where production on season two of Andor was when the strike started. Um, that sucks. I'm really looking forward to seeing Andor season two. But if that gives it more time, um, you know, to get really nail it and match that the quality of the first season, I'm cool with that. And if it makes it feel a little more balanced in 2025, because uh, right now, besides Andor, I guess the next season of Mandalorian is the only thing I can think of. Like they haven't confirmed a Ahsoka season two. Um, you know, obviously there's only two seasons of Andor, so I don't really know what else would be in the live action Disney plus plans for 2025. I'm sure if Acolyte and Skeleton crew are well received, they might do further seasons of those. Right. But mm. that would more than likely be, I wouldn't even know. I'm terrible at this. Maybe end of 2025 or even 2026 before we would see another season of Acoly the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew. I nailed that word every time. The Positive Goblin. You damn sure did. The Positive Goblin's got that word down. Acolyte. Mm -hmm. Acolytes of the Beyond. What's up, Chuck Windig? Um. Hold on. <clears throat> I need a little positive water because I'm getting positive dry mouth. <laughs> um, oh, so now, next year, if it's just the Acolyte and Skeleton crew, that's just live action because it does look like... <clears throat> The third and final season of Bad Batch is probably going to be next year as well. Because um, there's been some people posting. Um, yeah, Jennifer Corbett posted, Toasting to the final mix session for the Bad Batch. What a pleasure to watch David W. Collins and team in action. Can't wait for you all to see what's in store for the final season. So they did the final like sound mixing on Bad Batch. So that means Bad Batch is like done. Done. Done, done. So, done, done wrapped up i you know we could see that real soon then what if they started that in like february or march that'd be cool the return of the d bradley baker show mm -hmm. starring d bradley baker mm -hmm. featuring d bradley baker mm -hmm. co-starring d bradley baker one fewer one less d bradley though you know after that finale after that finale Oi, yeah. I'm Wrecker. Huh? I could definitely do that job, Will. Positive Goblin. You know, if D. Tick. Bradley Baker ever gets tired of it. You know. <laughs> and, if and, he if he needs one thing off of his plate, yeah. call me. Yeah, call me, D. Bradley. I got you, buddy. 
Mike, you know, if Wrecker's in an animated show, like three animated shows down the road for like a cameo. Kingdom Hearts. Oh my God, Will. If they put, <laughs> oh my God, Will. Oh, if they put they, the fucking Bad Batch at Kingdom Hearts, oh so that's my, the perfect place for the fucking Bad Batch. Oh my God, Will. Nomura, get my dude Will on the phone because he has got a balling ass idea for you, my dude. You know, I, w- I won't lie, Will. I was a little disappointed that they didn't work Marvel or Star Wars stuff into Kingdom Hearts 3. Was it a lawyer's thing or was no, it like... No. So apparently, they it was a deliberate choice. But the weird thing is, is there was a canceled i want to say like i can't remember if it was a 3ds or psp kingdom hearts game that there was concept art of where they did include at least star wars and i think marvel as well and it was clone wars star wars let me see if i can figure this out star wars in kingdom hearts that's interesting because they have Captain Jack Sparrow, don't they? They got the the <laughs> but they the do. Pirates of the Caribbean well, and, guys. Well, um, in uh, in that second pot, a second pothole has entered the building. Um, <laughs> Ladies skirt. and gentlemen, please stand clear. Uh, in the Last Kingdom Hearts, they had Big Hero Six characters. Which is technically oh, cool. Marvel. I forgot about that. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot that there, last year when they showed the car, trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4, people were like, oh, is that Star Wars? Um, it, because people thought one of the locations was maybe indoor. Ooh, okay. Will they finally do? Dude, Ewoks and Kingdom Hearts? That is a good mix. Ewoks um, and Porgs go together with Kingdom Hearts like peanut oh butter and jelly. Oh my god, bro. Um, <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts Clone Wars. Can you imagine if the two met? Like, Can you imagine if Ewoks farmed Porgs or something? like? <laughs> if they farmed mm. Porgs? Farmed or like used them as sled dogs. Oh Borg, my god. Borg. Blah, blah. Ewok on a Porg sled. Um, Kingdom Hearts. Concept. And there's a job for AI. <laughs> there's a there's a job for Mid Journey. Uh huh. You walk on a sled of porgs. Man, you know what? Maybe I dreamed up that shit about Star. There being concept art. Um, for... could have been an article. You know. You know. This was years ago. This was even before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. And that it was part of the reason I was like, oh, maybe they'll do Marvel and Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts. For people that don't know, because we just started we just started talking about Kingdom Hearts without warning and made no explanation. Kingdom Hearts is a series of Japanese role-playing games made from um made by Square Enix. Um, the people that make Final Fantasy? Yes. Uh, it's more of an action RPG. Oh, but it's but it's made here. with Disney licensed characters. So yes. Mickey Mouse and all the Disney properties tend uh-huh. to show up. So the main character Sora, although in in the spinoff games, there's other main characters. Um, 
it's weird. It's like a big multiverse. So you'll go to a world that's just Halloween town from Nightmare Before Christmas, or you'll go to right. uh, a world that's Alice all... in Wonderland or Pinocchio. It yeah. started off hardcore animated Disney, right? Um, right. These games are and really the, cool, by the way. And I got to say, this, go ahead. The summons are like Simba, a Disney and the characters. genie, yeah. and yeah, Bambi. You know, heals the team, or so, you know, like. It's cool because you're summoning these Disney characters. Um, so, yeah, the um, the the cool thing is, is you know, you go through all these different worlds, and you'll make you know, you sort of participate in events and make friends with the main characters, and like, I remember when it was first announced, I was like, the f- you guys are doing what? Um, and then it turned out to be way cooler than I thought it would be. And it is long going at this point. There's three mainline games. There's a ton of spinoffs. Um, and then as the games went on, they started working shit in like Pirates of the Caribbean, like Tron, I believe, um, Big Hero 6, um, some other stuff. I'm drawing a blank. Um, so... When Disney purchased Marvel and then later Lucasfilm, I was like, oh, I wonder if they'll put Marvel and um, Star Wars stuff in Kingdom Hearts. It hadn't happened yet. One of the interesting things about the original Kingdom Hearts is that the, I believe Sora character was, his voiceover work was... Um, Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. It still is. He may have been all the way through. I believe he did do Kingdom Hearts 3. Let me see. Let's see if all he see that boy see dead people. Will that man said he said he saw dead people. He saw dead people. That man saw a dead peoples. Um, Kingdom Hearts three, story, characters. You got a cast here for me, Wikipedia, design. Okay. Um. What. Oh, yes. Haley Joel Osment returned to voice Sora in the English version. Um, Due to Sora's lack of growth across the franchise, Osment faced the challenge of properly giving him the tone of a teenager. Oh, bro. So they made him put on, I'm young. I'm young, boy. We got to, because I've only played Kingdom Hearts once. I'm sure he did fine. He's a professor. I'm sure he doesn't. He's a professor. I thought he was a teacher. I thought he was a teacher. Really? Um, Sora Kingdom Hearts 3. I've only played that one once. I can't remember. I don't remember it being bad. Okay, let's see. All cutscenes in Kingdom Hearts 3, 10 hours long. Oh my goodness. You fucking rule. Can't it's a whole shift at work. My ways are closed. Okay. Didn't Master Yen Sid say that Sora should trust the guidance his heart gives? Give me a break. I'm trying. These things take time. He did fine. Yeah, it did great. Bruh. If you heard that and you've never played a fucking Kingdom Hearts game and you were like, are these people talking gibberish? What the fuck are they talking? The light of the heart's way. It's weird. It gets yeah. Welcome to Final Fantasy. Weird. Um, 
Shout out to our buddy Aaron Boyd. He's a big Kingdom Hearts guy. And, man, I've had questions for him before. Oh, Sal Perales, also a big Kingdom Hearts guy. Um, just delightful. Um, just delightful. I saw a Kingdom Hearts meme. It was like Mickey being sad over something in an old cartoon. And somebody was like, oh, that's Mickey Mouse. He should never be sad. He is the light of the world. And then one of the comments was like, well, nobody tell her about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> and, uh, I think there's a scene in there where Mickey gets like choked out or something. Man, King Mickey. Choked, that's slammed into the wall. That's him. He's King Mickey. He goes through King some Mickey, shit. Yeah. Goofy. Um, and then the other thing that Kingdom Hearts... Um, Uh, gave us are these fucking uh, weird somebody started doing these weird Kingdom Heart memes like crudely animated memes where it's mostly the point of the joke is Goofy saying off the wall out of pocket shit but man <laughs> is this one good what <laughs> well, I'm gonna beat my meat oh Bro. my god well, <laughs> well I'm gonna beat my meat Jeff used to play that on his soundboard when we would just be in Discord hanging out. And every time... Dude, it would make me bust out laughing so hard. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, maybe one day they'll fucking make a Star Wars movie. You want to go play some Fortnite, buddy? Uh, do I? Man, I love builders. Mm, I love to fuck them up. That's right, positive goblin style. What you guys should do, you should uh, go check out Stone Cobra if you like the band that was kind enough to provide our theme song. Their shit. If you rocks. haven't ever checked them out before and you hear us say check them out all the time, you should and you're really like, do it. I don't know if I'd really enjoy that. Let me tell you right now, you will. You know what we it's should quality do? Quality rock and roll. You know what you guys should do? I need you guys to do me a favor for your old pal halls. You know how here at the end of our year. Everybody's like, ooh, check out my Spotify wrapped. A fucking, I do it too. I was like, oh, it was like, oh, you listened to You First by Paramore an unhealthy amount of times this year. <laughs> and I said, that makes sense, right? <laughs> what if we, as a collective group of moisture farmers, made our goal, our positive goblin goal of 2024, to get Stone Cobra placed on all of our Spotify? fucking uh oh, that would be wrapped, right right and then <clears throat> this is what we do so you know me i'm just gonna listen to some stone cobra every now and then right but when we gotta i gotta get to a bed, clip on tiktok what i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do will is when i go to bed i'm gonna start a fucking playlist of eight hours of stone cobra just on repeat start play it turn the volume down plug it in go <laughs> honk shoe honk shoe that's eight hours of Stone Cobra. I do that. It sure is. I do that a few times. They're certainly making them. They're certainly making the wrapped. So that's what we need to do next year. I want to see so many people's Instagram stories. That's like, and your Spotify wrapped is Paramore, Tool, Coheed Cambria, Stone Cobra. Limp biscuit because you meme on it on the fucking uh, stream and it's major wrapped, right? But time for a limp biscuit party. Uh oh, is it time for a limp biscuit party? Will is it, dude? What if I turned? Is it time to take it to the Matthews Bridge? 
What if I turned my um, room of unfinished potential into a shrine to Limp Biscuit? What if it became Ooh. the Limp Biscuit room? I'll get you like put a big, put a big yeah. starter jacket up on the wall and yep. glass. Yep. No, I'll just have different mannequins of the the evolution of man, aka the evolution of Sir Frederick Durst. The Durst. Or I get a sewing machine. And I start making myself special suits. And I tuck my wiener between my legs. And I dance around. And there's a hole in the ground. And I got a dog. Wouldn't that be cool? I don't like this. <laughs> I can't get it to stop. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. I need an adult. So that's our goal. That's our collective fucking moisture farmer goal for 2024. Let's get Stone Cobra on our wrapped. Okay? That's spreading pos positivity. You know the big, big boy smiles that our buddy Steve would have on his face if people were posting stories and were like, what's up, Stone Cobra? You're on the wrap. Maybe they'd do a reunion. Maybe this idea will, will fucking stir something up in their mind grapes and be like, maybe we should fucking relearn how to play Blade of Light or Holy Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cobra. It'll make your beard grow by 10% and make your balls grow by 50%. I'll say this. If Stoned Cobra decided they, I don't know, wanted to do a handful of reunion shows, there would be only one choice we have, Will, and that's to complete the Stone Cobra commercial trilogy, finally. To bring it home. It's gonna, it'll probably be disappointing like the sequel to Dumb and Dumber. No, no we'll hire somebody to write it. It'll be great. No, no, man. Because we wrote those... We improvised those original bad boys. Man, I haven't heard those in years. Do I have those anymore? I know I have them backed up on a hard drive. Oh, God. Did I just lose Will? No, I'm here. Oh, sorry. Shoosh. Um, man, I haven't heard those in forever. I remember. I remember my dick turning into a lightsaber. <laughs> the adventures of Lightning Dick and Saber Dick. Lightning Dick and Saber Dick. Man, man, what a time doing Stone Cobra commercials. Um, with old time radio voices. The hell were you thinking? I don't know, man. It was a good time. Content creation is king. Whew. I have to have, I know I have them saved somewhere. Somewhere. Well, okay. You know what? You know what? I don't need to, this is like last week when I couldn't figure out the guy who stood in for Mark Hamill and Book of Boba Fett. A bunch of people tagged me in the, the real answer, by the way. Thank you. Florian was one of them. <laughs> but uh, I do not uh, remember the Well, I can answer. tell you this. <laughs> we will be spammed next week with clips of those commercials. You know <sighs> that in our email. Yep. You're right. <laughs> Everyone is going to send a clip of that in. Yep. Or, oh my God. I was like, you know what? Just go play one of the episodes. 
we're 427 episodes in, Will. It'll take mm-hmm. me five minutes to scroll back <laughs> to, to scroll an episode. 400. And then I got to fucking like skip every 30 seconds till I get to the commercial when all I really yeah. need to do is just get my lazy ass off of my ass and go find my spare hard drive that's packed up somewhere and saved on there. It can wait. I don't have to do it right now. I can relax. You know, mm-hmm. even positive goblins get to relax and play a, for- a little Fortnite. Fucking check. You had to clock out. Yeah, man. You had to clock out for the day. Fucking check out. Uh, speaking of Steve, the only thing that makes him s- smile more than his wife Cindy, uh, devastating win against a uh, fucking Georgia fucking roll tide, uh, mm-hmm. a nice win by the Packers, a new from game. Uh, 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 people getting stoned cobra on their spotify rap list is if you went and also checked out the high potion podcast which is what i do with him every week and it's that's the royal flush just fucking delightful you know not sal perales delightful but delightful i don't know man i don't know now i don't the know the two of you together that's a that's a high bar to meet even for a positive goblin that's a high bar to meet um what else? Leave us a review. That would be cool. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest, and I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us.